0: What's up, bad bitches of the world? It is Ellis Montaigne. We're back with another episode of Confessions of a Queer Ass Black Boy. And uh, yeah, that's the intro right there for you. I always think about like, why do I just say bad bitches of the world? It's funny because I don't even really think about it. Like I don't like intentionally say like, I don't know if there was ever a moment where I just chose like that was going to be my intro. I just imagine that I'm talking to bad bitches. <laughs> I imagine that you are a bad bitch as a listener and I know that you are because you listen to this podcast and I'm a bad bitch and bad bitches they flock together so it's only right that you found this podcast I don't believe in coincidence honey I believe that this is destiny this is fate that you decided to listen to this podcast and thank you and also you're welcome. So that is why I say bad bitches. I feel like I have to. I don't hang with bad bitches. So period. And also just to confirm, I feel like you can be a bad bitch and still be a... I'm not even about to get into the entire like world of gender and all that stuff. At the end of the day, that's who I'm talking to. And if you just don't, if you don't identify as a bad bitch, then that's just your choice. That's between you and God. But anywho, hi, how are you? are you doing good are you feeling good not so much okay why let's talk about it pause it and say ellis this is why i'm not feeling good and i'll promise you i like try and get the energy i'm open to the receptive to the energy of my bad bitches so if you're doing good let a bitch know if you're not doing good let a bitch know as well so we can get to it let's get to it okay me on the other hand i'm doing pretty good i feel like this is the Start of something new, honey. Start of something new. Start of a new season. And I think that's a lesson I've been learning is that you can start over whenever. Yesterday, I might have been a different bitch, but today I get the choice to be a new bitch. Today, I get the choice to be whatever type of person that I want to be. So I definitely employ you to however you're feeling, whatever you think about yourself right now, whatever you think about the world around you right now. Just recognize that feelings are are liable to change and you can just change your mind. I really am a firm believer or I'm realizing as of lately that like my mind is so powerful. Like your mind is so powerful. Look like the power that it holds. As a Pisces, I grew up believing that my feelings were like everything. And I feel like my feelings are everything. My feelings are valid, are very fucking valid. But one thing that I've recognized is that my feelings are liable to change based on what I'm thinking about, you know what I'm saying? Like my feelings are just more so reactions to the experiences, but also my thoughts influence those feelings. Like when I'm thinking of something that makes me quote unquote happy, a bitch feels happy. Like right now, currently I'm looking at this fine ass man that's my neighbor that is just, uh, I'm not gonna say that thinking about him makes me happy, no. (laughs) But uh, let's give another example. You can only imagine what I'm feeling when I look at him, like, oh, yum so let's think of something that makes me happy when i think about my sister when i think about my sister shout out to mahogany mahogany is my girl mahogany is my bestie mahogany is my partner in crime so like when i think about her and when i think about this concert that we have coming up Keilani is coming to new york and my sister is coming to new york and we're going to turn the fuck up so obviously like I've been thinking about that the moments that I'm down, the moments that I feel unhappy or lonely, let's say that. Instead of wasting my time thinking about all these like negative ass things like bills and taxes and fucking monkeypox, whatever the fuck monkeypox is. I just, I have to change those thoughts. I have to change it. Because I feel like it is just so easy, obviously. We all know to just sit down and fucking be unhappy. And like to think or to feel it. And just once you feel it to go. To stay in those emotions. And to go and down a rabbit hole of bloodness. And it's just no. Change those thoughts, babe. So I say all that to say that this is the start of something new for me today. I feel like I have been obviously stuck in a a rabbit hole of just stuckness and for all of us who are creatives we all recognize that like period or those times or those emotions of feeling stuck and down and out about yourself it's like you get stuck you don't do what you want to do like whatever that project is or whatever it is you're avoiding and then next thing you know you feel bad about that and you feel bad about feeling bad and then you're just in an entire world of guilt and shame and like all these unpleasant emotions And that definitely has been my world. I am in the midst of finding a new job. I'm in the midst of making new friends. I'm in the midst of a lot of beautiful change, but I think change is just so fucking uncomfortable. So like in the midst of all this change and those uncomfortable feelings, like I've been having to really like reorient how I think like instead of thinking oh my god it's so hard to find a fucking job changing my thoughts saying those affirmations I can go through a whole nother I can make that the entire but that is not the episode but basically today I don't know I just woke up and I just wanted to do something different I just wanted to basically start over instead of feeling so bad about like I don't really feel making content I don't really feel like doing this, down in the third, like just doing it because I, I recognize that I do want to make content. I do. And I think for all the content creators out there, you can get this like play. Up. You want to make content, but it often feels like there's so many things just getting in the way of you making content, whether that is and I know I said this in the past episode, whether that's your room being messy or you just not feeling like there's anything to think about. One thing that I've noticed is that just in the midst of just like doing nothing or in the midst of going about everyday life, I'll just have these little revelations of just like little lessons that I'll teach myself or that I'll learn or that will be brought to me and I'll just write them, jot them down on my phone. And I never go back to them. And I'm like, these are fucking gems. I opened up. My fucking notes app last night and there's so many gems of just knowledge in there and it's just crazy that i'll do that but then i'll never actually make a podcast episode or write about it or whatever and it's just it's wasted inspiration it's wasted ideas and i'm just so tired of doing that today i wanted to make the plight of changing that for myself um and hopefully like making this little micro change into something really huge at some point and being able to really capitalize off of my ideas because again going back into it my mind is just so fucking powerful and your mind is fucking powerful i know once you're fucking sitting down like and doing whatever you'll just get ideas to do whatever you want to do and you'll just avoid it and it's just no it is time to capitalize off the fuck off of what god has naturally fucking given us so shout out to that happy to be doing this podcast episode and today i really want to just talk about i already wrote like a little title i don't know if this will stay but basically the sentiment is don't kill your own joy i've already touched upon that in this episode but i feel like lately i've just been coming to again so many you know that (laughs) you know that kylie jenner clip where she's this is just a season where like me and my friends are realizing things And I feel like this year is really about like the year of just realizing stuff and everyone around me, we're all just like realizing things. 2016, looking good. And it's, I am so like, yes, Kylie, this is a season where I'm just realizing things. Okay, pause, Ellis. Before we really get into this episode, I need you to pause Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast so that you get notifications when I post a new episode. And then if you can, go share with your community that you're listening to this amazing ass podcast called Confessions of a Queer Ass Black Boy. Thanks so much. Also, have y'all gotten into fucking Beyonce's new album? Have y'all listened to that masterpiece? After you listen to this podcast and you feel amazing, go listen to that shit like ASAP. Okay, thank you. So I actually feel like Beyoncé is a great segue into what I've been just like realizing and like figuring out about myself, or and I really want to say discovering, because I feel like it's just things that I've known, but it's why I had a rediscovering about myself. One of Beyoncé's songs on the album is called Alien Superstar, and it just is fucking iconic. One of my favorite top three, most will definitely say that. And throughout the song, she's just saying unique. It's what you are alien superstar, like just really honing in on this idea that bitch, I'm one of one. Bitch, there's no bitch like me. There's no one who is similar to Ellis. And I think similar is like a bad word, but there's just no one who is me. Like bitch, I'm one of one, I'm unique. It's what you are, period. Like I could just go on and list the entire fucking lyrics because it's just so true. And I feel like one of the ways that has been transforming me and my life is just like recognizing that I'm who I am and I think like I do and that's okay. As of lately, I've just been like in rediscovery and also a recovery of my artistry. Like, I recognize that there has been times in my life that I've been way more creative and way more consistent with being creative. Due to external factors, I just let that side of me become dormant. And I really have learned that just like anything in your life, if you don't do something for X amount of time, you're going to become weaker in it you're not going to flex that muscle as much it's not going to become as easy like obviously you talk every fucking day so it's just easy for you to talk but you may not work out every fucking day so that first day that you get on that bike it's gonna be hard as shit also another workout metaphor and i know that i did that last episode so i'm gonna try and get a little bit more creative with it but it's just so easy i feel like a workout metaphor is just always like it just the easiest thing to recognize but yeah saying all that to say one of the things i recognize or like going through recovery of my artistry is just that there's so many dreams that i deferred in my childhood a little thing a little history about me is that i used to be an actor like a bitch. one i will say in preschool and in high school i was able to dress most dramatic so i feel like it's in my blood but anywho one of my first plays in middle school was actually... What the fuck was the name of that play? I can't remember right now, but I've done four plays in my life, and they've all just been, like, they were fun to me. I think I mainly did them in my adolescent, like, middle school area, like, sixth through eighth grade. And... I just, I feel like one of my early dreams, once I got into the age where I thought about my future, what I wanted to do, and also I recognized like I don't give myself much credit in middle school. Like I doubt in middle school I was like spot on what the fuck I was going to do with with the rest of my life. I'm still not spot on. But saying all that to say, one thing that I was very adamant about was moving to NYC, which thing checked that off the fucking list, and I was going to go to NYU, did not do that. And I also was going to be an actor. Yes, a bitch was going to be an actor. I wanted to be a performer as well. Sorry for the noise. Yeah, a bitch just was going to live that life. That just was who and what I wanted to do. I don't really remember if there was much of an inspiration other than just, that's just what I want to do. That's who I wanted to be. And also I went to an art school. So I feel like it just was a, like, why not? and we're just gonna assume that is what Ellis wanted to be. Unfiltered, without anybody else's fucking like, inspiration. There was a person in my life, I'm not gonna name who they are to me because I just feel like, damn, I'm not gonna (laughs) expose them like that, but they were, let's just say they were very integral to my upbringing. This person, they love me undeniably, love me totally, will go to war for me. And I love them as well, period. But one thing that they would do in terms of like trying to prepare me for this world at, again, this age of quote unquote fucking like sixth grade, however fucking old you are in sixth grade, like what, 12, 13? I don't know. They would just obviously ask me, what is it that I want to do? You start to ask people kids that question at that age, but I don't fucking know. I don't know why, I feel like in middle school, why would I fucking ask you these things? Like your main concern is being like that in middle school rather than what is it that you're gonna do for the rest of your life, like you, whatever. Anywho, they would make me, or they would ask me these questions and whenever I would say I want to be an actor, or performer, whenever I would say I'm like obviously taking it serious, like I wanna to go to college for this, that or that was the thing, I said I want to go to college for it. They just were on some, hmm, no, do you really want to do that? Like, they used to make me look up the salary of fucking actors. And obviously, like, we all have that assumption that, or... It's a stereotype or it's just, like, reported. Like, it's just figures that actors do not make that much money. Like, actors, and assuming that a bitch wasn't going to become the next great Denzel, we never fucking know. But assuming, I don't fucking know. But looking at the fucking salary of actors, they used to be like, like, this is how much money you make. All this other really negative Nancy-ass shit. I don't know at what point it was where I was just like, oh, okay, I'm just not gonna do that. Obviously, like, I'm a smart kid. I'm able to insinuate that this person doesn't want me to do this out of the fear that I'm not gonna make any money and obviously being a kid that is raised in black America in the America that we fucking live in and also seeing poverty, like I'm obviously gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just going to go and be a fucking, I I think at the time I was like, I'm gonna be a psychologist, I don't fucking know. But it just was something that just was like, Eh, not really what I wanted to do. Obviously something that I knew that I could do, but was it something that I wanted to do? And also the alternative or whatever I chose at that moment that wasn't acting was just something that appeased the person who was fucking chastising me about wanting to be an actor. Yeah, I I've, I've recognized that through a lot of, again, therapy, shout out to therapy, and through a lot of self-discovery that that has been a dream of mine that like I've, I've never, I've never, I've never entertained, if you will. I never, I'm the person who's like looking at movies and not really, and just not really paying too much attention to the movie, but paying attention to the actors. Like paying attention to how they acted, what they do and really putting myself into that character and becoming it again. I feel like that's just a great asset that I have. That's a part of like my Pisces and daydream and doing all that shit. But, I don't know, I just feel like it's just something that I never explored. And again, going back to recovering my artistry and really asking myself in these past two months of not having a job, what is it that I wanna do? I feel one thing that I've recognized is that I wanna act. I want to explore that side of myself. And I thought of the idea of, or the inspiration of Don't Let Anybody Steal Your Joy came from just that experience mainly, like genuinely. Recognizing that whether or not a bitch was meant to be an actor, I don't know. I think that we're meant to be whatever we become. And I don't know all of what I've become until my last fucking day here on Earth. But I believe that whether or not that I would have been a great actor or like that would have been the path that I chose or whatever, I just feel like at the end of the day, it's something that like, it brought me joy and I wish that as a kid or at that age or just I was able to still stay unfirm in the fact that I wanted to be an actor or I wanted to explore theater and did it. And I recognize not mad at myself at all because you're a kid and you're so influential when or you're so easily influenced. That's the right way to say it. When you're a kid to like the people around you and what they say. And people implant so many fucking fears in you to be like, hey, like, you should do this or you should do this because you don't want this to happen. You don't want this to happen. And Again, as a kid or however fucking naive you are, you're like, yeah, like, I don't want that to happen. You're right. You're right. You're right. Especially if you trust this person. And. Ultimately, you end up stealing your joy. I don't ever want to say that, like, my life or, like, the way that my life is unfolded has been a mistake. No, again, no mistakes, period. Shout out to Lady God. Be who you the fuck you are. Like, whatever she fucking said. But at the end of the day, I recognize that. The other day, I'll give you a fucking example. So I went to this writer's club. Like, I'm a writer, obviously. So I went to this writer's club, and it was described as just a place for people who love screenwriting and, like, all types of writing to come together and find community, whatever. Cool. Y'all know I love community, obviously. So I go. Me and my roommate, Ricky, go. Shout out to Ricky. His second fucking shout out on this episode, on this show. Wow. Does he even listen to it? But we go, and to my surprise, a lot of the writings that the people brought were all basically pilot episodes, scripts, if you will, or manuscripts or whatever the fuck you call it and as soon as I come in like after little introductions they're like oh like I need somebody to read who's down to read and I had no fucking clue what we were reading at first when I agreed to it because I'm like I don't have anything to write like I'll just read so I'm reading like a script with the other people in the group and I'm playing this one character Javier who was like the love interest of the main character and it just was so fucking cute and a part of me just found it so like thrilling like it just was so funny because it was like earlier that day I was thinking about acting and like fantasizing about it more. And I just asked God in the universe, this is something that you want me to do, let it be known. And I thought that it was just so cool that later that day I actually was acting. Like I was actually like, I'm not going to say that I was like on set or anything, but a bitch was like reading. And I wasn't monotone, obviously. It just was... It was really cool and I just found like joy in it. And it felt like something that I want to do again and something that I want to explore because what is life if it's not exploring shit? We hear so many of these like great stories from people who just stumbled upon things and I can see genuinely how that works. Like I think, for a majority of us, a lot of us are living the dreams that other people put within us or put implanting in us. And they're not born out of like inspiration. They're born out of just, oh, my parents said I need to do this. Or, oh, my big brother or sister or whoever says that I need to do this because X, Y, and Z. And next thing you know, you're 20, whatever, or 30, whatever, or I don't fucking know. How, it doesn't matter how old you are. But then you recognize that this just does not make you happy. Like, I imagine if I, like, at first, my mom, I remember in college, my mom was like, you need to go into, like, computer science. And I'm so proud of myself for never even fucking entertaining that thought. Like, there was just was no, like, no. Again, something that I'm pretty sure that I could have done, it could have happened. But it didn't happen because I knew that it just did not make me happy. So, again, I say all that to say that I really want to explore that I don't know I feel pretty fucking dramatic on here I, and I know that being a dramatic person just doesn't warn you to be an actor but I feel like why not I feel like why not try it do you believe that I can try it let me know you know let a bitch know say it I don't know is there something that you want to try is it has somebody ever fucking denied you or not even denied you but just like warped your dream to their own making out of quote-unquote fear or like They make it seem like it's out of love, but it's fear. Has it happened to you? Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure it has. But one of the ways or a way to make sure that shit doesn't happen to you again. And one way that I'm working to make sure that this shit, that shit never happens to me again is by not listening or not looking at my life through the lens of other people, not taking on other people's fears, however the fuck you want to say, like genuinely not allowing other people in their bullshit to to affect how you think, you know what I'm saying? I was recently watching this video of this YouTuber who's actually like Twitter famous, I don't know their name, but she's really big on just like owning her, how she looks and recognizing that. She'll say that she's ugly and she doesn't give a fuck. She'll say that like, I do not fit the beauty standards and I'm confident as fuck in that. And one, the video that I was watching today, she was basically saying that most people look at other people as beautiful or as not beautiful through the lens of the majority. They look at what's conventionally considered beautiful or like what the majority or the people in power believe is beautiful, which in most cases is quote unquote white people. So that's why most times white people are the beauty standard. But in order to get away from that like mindset, people need to start thinking for themselves. People need to start acting for themselves and like genuinely sitting and pondering on what they actually find as beautiful, what they find is fulfilling or whatever, so that they can make conscious choices for themselves and be more fulfilled. Like I'm recognizing that within myself, being an actor, being creative, being a podcaster, being like all these X amount of things is like what is fulfilling to me. I'm pretty sure if I looked at, if it was up to my parents or up to my grandparents. Like I'd have this like steady paying job or whatever. Things that possibly could not make me happy and that just be life, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely think that recognize that like not listening to other people's fears and their worries for you is like rule number one and probably the only rule, not the only rule, but like number one to living fulfilling life and again I say this I want to fucking say this early on that is not I'm not saying this from like a guru stance of oh I've done this and I'm just doing all the things that make me happy no there are so many things I think I recognize the things that don't make me happy and I've I've been I've begun to detach myself from those things quote-unquote the fucking or which is the reason why I'm in like quote-unquote recovery but I haven't fully started to do all the things that like make me happy. I, th- there's just an x amount of things that I can like, I wanna begin doing within the next few days, weeks, months. But I recognize that in order for me to do that, in order me for me to find those things that are going to make me happy and live a more fulfilled life, like I need to start tuning into me. Tuning into what is it that I want to do? What is it that I don't want to do? What is it that like that's holding me back? Like also taking that time to relax and think. And that's also why I just think that talking about life with your people with your community is so necessary because sometimes these memories come back to you while you're just thinking while you're just processing it i don't know if you're on pinterest but a one a lot of my pinterest mood boards is just like shadow work and shadow work is basically get into it most definitely i'm not about to butcher what it is but from my perspective Your shadow self is a side of you that is just full of fears, like your ego, if you will, just the side of you that just wants to be safe and just like has a negative, like in my eyes, a very negative and constrained outlook on life. So sometimes in order to really move past your shadow self, you have to really do that work. You really need to sit there and ask yourself and really write it down. What are my fears? And I know that just seems like a really bland and like basic question but you'll be surprised how easy the answer can come up or even if you ask yourself that question the answer may come to you another time sit and ponder on it but then go and do something else and I'm pretty sure the answer will come to you or it'll manifest in your life on what is it that you're actually afraid of or another question that I know shadow or that shadow work asked me is like what am what's holding me back or what am i doing that is holding me back and x amount of answers can come from that so tune in to yourself man really tune into yourself that's there's really nothing else more for me to say than to tune in for yourself stop listening to other people's perspectives and taking that as key because half the time these bitches don't even know what they're doing you know what i'm saying if i think about that person who was very adamant about telling me what in what to do and what not to do i just you know i look at them today i will recognize that like they have their life and they have their own shit going on and i have my life and i have my own shit going on all that shit that they even told me is not really into the much of the factor you know what i'm saying like it just i wish i just would have said okay thanks and like in one ear and out the other especially when it comes to things that like I'm passionate about it's one thing if it's something that I have no fucking idea on like fucking chemistry I can't go into a lab and be like oh this makes me happy so I'm gonna do it bitch you don't know shit about chemistry so if a person is telling you who's more experienced in it then sure again I guess the same sentiment if they were an actor and they were just like trying to help me out and look out for me but I really just don't believe that anyone who's like looking out for you and again, sometimes the, another lesson that I've learned through life is sometimes people who are your family, sometimes people who love you, they can love you a lot, but that doesn't mean that they're looking out for you. Or that doesn't also mean that they, not to say it doesn't have your they don't have your best interests at heart, but that doesn't mean that they know what's best for you. And that's just on period. Again, the dynamics are always different when you're a kid. Like when you're a kid, you're naive. There's a lot of things that, again, your parents and people who are older are able to look out for you. But I think when it comes to like your, who you are as a person, like the things that can only be chosen by you, I really do believe that what's best for you. I think one thing that my dad used to say to me, which I really, I used to take to heart, but like also I recognize how kind of dumb it is. Like he used to say that he knows me better than I, I know myself. And it's just, no, you really fucking don't. I really do love you, like, so much, but recognizing, like, me as a person, there's no way that you know me better than than I know myself. Like, maybe if God was speaking to me and he said that shit to me, I'd be like, you know what, you are, you know me better than I know myself because you literally created every fucking thing. Like, how could you not? But nah, just because you're, and I think that's just like getting into just like the identity of so many queer and black people or like so many black people. We are taught to believe that our parents know best, that we're taught to believe that we have to, there's an X amount of things that we're taught to believe. And I just, obviously growing up, you recognize how constraining that shit is. You recognize that yes, that stuff had a benefit as a kid because if you went against that, like you was going to be ostracized, you are gonna get your ass whooped, or whatever the repercussions were gonna be. But as you become an adult, you're able to like really shed that stuff. And I know that is not easy. It is not easy whatsoever. This is the process. But I really do employ us all to start that process because I recognize that like, when I made that what like the last episode in the months before that, like, I, I, I was not happy. I have not been happy, like, at all. I haven't done the podcast. I haven't written. I haven't, or I have within the past few weeks. But speaking of that time, I just wasn't doing a lot of things that made me happy. Also, because I didn't know what that shit was. And I think, like, being able to strip myself of the shit that don't make me happy and being able to sit and do that work of trying to find myself, I've been able to recognize that to find, to try and find things. It's not a fucking failsafe. I'm not saying that tomorrow I'm gonna drop out, (laughs) not drop out, I'm not in school, but go to school for fucking acting and like just change my whole world, but maybe I'll do a little thing. Maybe I'll continue reading scripts or maybe I'll go to that writers group again next month and read some more people's pilot and I don't know you'll never I, I don't know what i'll do but i am going to figure that shit out i'm going to figure out what makes me happy and explore those things that i left behind i think if we look at our childhood there's just so many gems to like to look at what were your interests what did what sparked you what made you happy i think there's just so much information that is just to be found in that time and I know that time must be hard for a lot of people, for a lot of it, us it is. Literally <laughs> for middle school, like I was joking with my friend cause she was having a hard time like remembering some shit from middle school. I was like, yeah girl, you can't remember that shit, we all blocked that shit out. Like literally, like that time was hard for most of us. Or at least for me, I'm not gonna speak for all of us. Maybe it was easy for you, easy breezy, cover girl for you and I hope so, love that for you. But for a bitch like me, for my little queer ass, going to school in the motherfucking hood it was not easy okay but that's the past and also learning from the past cannot touch you now is the time to explore it now is the time to unpack it now is the time to deal with it because i really at the end of the day i don't know i i recognize that as a parent or as a anybody i want to just tell my let my kid know that they can do what they want to do i do recognize that if i said that like, i want to be a fucking basketball player that like maybe That's just not within my, like, that's just not within my capability, but I should be able to explore these things. You should be able to explore these things as long as you're going to be self-sufficient and be able to take care of yourself, then, like, the world is truly your oyster. That's what the world is, and, like, the world has so many possibilities. Like, we hear of, again, all these fucking people who just stumbled upon their professions by, like, just trying them, and next thing, they're good at it, and they become it, you know what I'm saying? And I just, we have to get away from, like, the stereotypes and the stories that society tells us to be an actor you need to go to school for it you need to go to juilliard and you need to do x y and z when that just is not the case my thing is fucking what's that bitch name jennifer lopez was not a fucking trained actor like that bitch was just a dancer and just got into it and i personally think that she's a good actor like i genuinely do so it's just like if she can do it if jenny from the block can do it why can't ellis do it why can't you do what you want to do that's all, that's all I'm gonna say. This is my box. I can go on and on about it. Go listen to Beyonce, listen to Alien Superstar and re- remember that you are unique. There's no one that thinks like you. And that was like a minor point that I want to just, that I'm like realizing is that there is genuinely no one that thinks like me. And I don't mean that, and that could sound negative, but it's a really beautiful thing in the fact that what I feel is like satisfying is for me. What I believe is like great creative expression is for me. How I act, how I write, how I talk on my podcast is mine. It's not yours. What you do is not anyone else's. So I just feel hone in and getting into that fucking energy like bitch, there's no one like me. Like I'm the bad, bi- like I'm a bad bitch. Yes, we're off the capability of being bad bitches, but there's no one bad bitch that is like you. You know what I'm saying? Again, I'm just going to be quiet and go on about my fucking day. Yeah, really great episode, I think so. I feel like the message is just, it's honed in on me. So I hope that it helps you, okay? Go out and be your best self, baby. I believe in you. You're the best, period. Yeah, all right, people. This has been another great episode of Confessions of a Curious Black Boy. Remember, don't let anyone steal your joy, okay? I will talk to you next time. Be peace, be love. Bye.